a six or a cold one, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. Did that change it? A little bit. Yeah, then I think it was... I think it was Mike. Holy shit. Now I can't... Now I can't hear myself. You're out of control. Uh, for, for someone who's podcasting constantly, you don't know what the hell's going on. I'm going through withdrawals. I stop anytime I want. I don't feel you can. Feeling all rich and robust. Like a ketchup? Yeah. Yeah, exactly like a ketchup. Yeah, nice. Or a catsup. Uh, no. No, I don't no. play that shit. Mm. Yeah, I don't either. I'm not into that. No, I don't. Uh, I know there's a variation. Um, I, I used to know why. I don't want to know why anymore. Don't care. Don't, uh, yeah. you know what? Get over yourself, catsup. Yeah. I, I've kind of like in a daze. It's going to be <laughs> interesting. Yeah, for somebody um, who's given me grief about my uh, addictions here, um, are your veins still holding up from injecting all that trade? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been trade central lately. Um, yeah, like I'm wondering when you sleep. I don't mind talking a little bit about trades, and then I kind of thought for a road trip today we could talk about the landscape of the running back, or as we like to call it, the running back landscape. Yes. Um, because that seems to be very quickly changing right now. Um, but yeah, I guess I guess I could just talk my theory on trades. Um, I've made two more trades this week. Uh, one one took one took a week and a half to complete. That's what I'm saying, man. Somebody sent me an offer today, and I looked at it, and I looked at all the pieces, and I said, I don't have the energy to put together a counter offer mm-hmm. for this. Like, I just have to let it sit. Because I can't. It's like it's become like the fucking dishes. Well, it's it's the grind of the season, right? I mean, this is like I, I truly believe. I think we talked about this the last time we did a pod. Like, I truly believe that this is if you're if you're about to make the playoffs, like this is survival of the fittest right now. On, on not just on like roster wise, but who has the patience to dig through stuff every week and do the research. Um. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about. It's kind of why I want to talk about the running back landscape right now, um, because this week on waivers, did you put any waivers in? I did you, not. Yeah, because I kind of thought, like, I know that you're not having a great season. Um, so what's the point of picking up a waiver on a running back for next week, right? Like, it's just kind of pointless to do. Um, right, unless it, there's unless it's a guy with potential, there's no point in picking anybody up. So, you know, kind of talk about the perspective right now of different kinds of fantasy owners. So, um, you've got guys who are kind of already looking at it and being like, "Okay, I I'm in it." Like in in two of my leagues, I'm like, I'm there. So, uh, I'm. <sighs> I don't really need to make a move just for next week. <coughs> There's other teams that are like, hey, if I don't win next week, I'm out. So they're looking at these one-week guys to give them a win for next week. And then there's guys like yourself who are like, 
I only want a guy if he has potential next season and I'm in a dynasty league. Yeah, the, uh, at this point of the year, I'm not picking up anybody who's over 25. It's yeah. not happening. It's The odds are they, they're not going to make my roster, but the, you, <laughs> you, there's got to be some kind of upside. That, I don't well, need the Brian Hartline equivalent right now. Oh, a Brian Hartline reference. <laughs> kind of want to list off like example of these guys because um, – they all like I'm gonna list off some of the running backs that just got picked up and we'll reference the um the flea flicker league. Flea flicker, a twelve man dynasty with squad, full PPR and one point five for tight end, founded by Randy in twenty twenty. That is a league where it's hard to pick up guys. So to see a a weekend that five running backs got picked up this week. It's kind of a surprise. So just real quick, I want to go over the difference in these players. Dynasty Road Trip is going to take a look at the most recent batch of free agent acquisition budget waiver claims. And I got five on it. There's Zonovan Knight. Is there a better name than Zonovan Knight? No, I saw that on the wire and I was ready to uh, give a golf clap. It's phenomenal. Zonovan. I mean, do you think that was like a misspelling on the birth certificate? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, somebody's had really sloppy handwriting. Yeah, it's like is that a Z or a D? I don't know. It's probably a Z. No one would name their kid Donovan. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Zonovan White. It's fantastic. Uh, I don't know. He feels like a. He should be. He's not in Merlin sort of thing. Is he like a Power Ranger? Anyway, Zonovan Knight went out there. Let's talk about him. He's a rookie, and you can look at that and say, oh, a rookie running back who looked really good, plays for the Jets, and then you're like, you know what? Brees Hall next year, it doesn't really matter. So long-term, Zonovan Knight, he's going to be under contract for the Jets for probably three or four years. He'll be like, maybe he's the backup to Michael Carter when Brees Hall goes down. So why would would you pick him up in any (laughs) – except – if you're in a spot where you really need to win this week. Like I've started to try to divest of Michael Carter right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is probably peak value. Even with the injury, getting the extra touches hasn't been amazing for the Jets this year. You got Jamichael Hasty got picked up by a lot of guys this week. Jamichael Hasty, because Travis Etienne got hurt last week. Sounds like Etienne's going to be back and fine, but Hasty did good in his stead, so... Maybe you were picking up to Michael Hasty because maybe you need him next week. Or you could be someone like myself. I actually was the guy who picked up to Michael Hasty because that was before I pulled off a deal for Brandon Jacobs. So I was like, wow, if I can't get, if I don't have a running back in the slot, I literally did not have a running back to start next week. Um, so I picked up to Michael Hasty. Um, Jordan Mason. Running back for San Francisco with Elijah Mitchell going down. They need a number two guy with McCaffrey. Every dynasty I had, he was yeah. he was wavering. Yeah, right. So he got picked up. Uh, you saw Benny Snell get picked up for guys who need to win this week. You you picked up Benny Smell. Benny again. Smell, not again. <laughs> no. I, I'm going to let you have that one because yeah. until that last game, it has been Benny Smell. Yeah. Uh, wow. He finally looked decent. And uh, that mouth guard that he's got is fucking super tight. Yeah. Now Benny Snell. He wins mouth guards. 
he wins the mouth guards. And then someone picked up uh, Amir Abdullah tonight, um, just in case the guy that I trade for, Josh Jacobs, is hurt. Um, I don't want to spend much of the time here, so I'm just going to go over it very, very quickly. Um, some moves I made. Uh, I feel like I'm in two leagues where I'm sitting in first or second place in those leagues, and I just decided this year I would just make this my year to go all in. So I traded a bunch of picks uh, to get Josh Jacobs. And I traded away a bunch of young guys uh, to get uh, – I traded, well, let me get you the highlights. But essentially, I traded away Zamir White, Traylon Burks, and Chris Olave to get Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott, and Mark Andrews. Um, the guy I traded to is out. He wants to go young. He wants to build his wide receiver core and spend his draft picks on tight ends and running backs for the next few years. And I really needed – uh, a tight end and Elliot rounded out my running backs for the year. So essentially I'm making deals like where those guys only got last three years on my roster. And in turn, I'm giving picks and players that will last 10 years on other guys' rosters. Um, I- I'm going to see how this works because I really like drafting, but I won't be doing much of that in the future. <laughs> do you though? I don't know if I do. I don't know that you do. Yeah. I I always want really want to draft the guy, but then I'm always like I'd rather buy the guy that I know who he is. This is I want to quit drinking. Do you, Carl? Right? Yeah. Like you know that that's the thing you're supposed to say. Like I can give up trading, like you can give up podcasting. <laughs> I don't have a problem. Is... Fuck you. Yeah. It's legal, bitch. It is legal. Walking on sunshine over here. How do you feel about the uh, the NFL? This year, just just like gut feeling, just riff. Ick. I Ick. don't. I don't like it. You don't. You, know you don't it's like been, it. It's been such a fucking cluster. It's been an abomination. I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't even know what fucking word to use for it. But it's been fucking goofy. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, with that, let me run you down uh, my dynasty rosters in um, sleeper. Um, well, you know the nasty. Uh, mm-hmm. Currently two and ten, mm, solid. Uh, Big Ten Dynasty is actually my best record. I am four and eight there, solid. Uh, Big Twelve, I am two and ten, nice. And in a startup dynasty, uh, fourth and go fuck yourself. I am zero uh, and twelve. You are zero and twelve. I am. So what wow. I was going to put to you is uh, pick one of those records, one of those rosters, and uh, <laughs> I'll go down it and you tell me if I deserve to be where I am. Well, I mean, you had me at 0-12. I, I knew I did. I knew I did. First, before that, give me the – give me the uh, how, many, how many guys in the league? Ten-man, full PPR dynasty – uh, practice squad startup. This is year one. Okay. How many on your? So you got like three rounds, three three rounds rookies to start out. Um. Well, we just had a full initial draft to begin with. Okay. So, but we have three uh, taxi squad spots. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna go positionally. Uh, I went Matthew Stafford. I thought he would mm-hmm. get me through the year. Didn't pan out. Uh, I got some Daniel Jones starting right now, sadly, um, because Trevor Lawrence on my bench. 
and I went uh, in on Trey Lance. Oh, so yeah. you'll you'll see you'll see what the thought was there. It was Stafford for this year uh, to cushion Lance. Yeah. So, okay. all right, uh, running back. I've got Najee. I uh, went in on Algier, uh, James Cook, Hassan Haskins. Um, so I'm a little thin at the running back because Javante went down on me, mm. which you'll notice. You'll you'll wait, notice wait. is a theme. Yeah, I, I I knew that dude's going down on you would be a theme tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, Javante did it over and over. Wow. Yeah, so it was supposed to be uh, Javante and Najee starting with Algier, the rookie, uh, hopefully coming on. They said Haskins and James Cook. That yeah. Out for me. Yeah. Wide receivers, DK Metcalf. I made a trade for McLaurin after the fact. Deontay hasn't panned out. Chris Olave, a nice touch yeah. there. Uh, Claypool, David Bell, <laughs> Justin Ross, Sky Moore, uh, Valdez Scantling, Westbrook Ikeen. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's, that's Oof. shit there. Yeah, that's 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 uh, a rough. Tight end, George Kittle. I got uh, Gasecki off the wire, Bellinger, and Kyle Pitts going down Ouch. for the year. Ouchie. Yeah, so I lost Trey Lance, Javante, and Pitts coming in. Uh, McBride, Ritter, and Jelani Woods on my squad. Uh, said really the only guys over twenty five are Valdez, Scandling, and uh, and uh, Stafford. I mean, out of out of the whole roster that you just listed off to me, I, I can first of all I can imagine the few guys that you probably had to pay more than you'd like for a startup dynasty. I imagine you drafted Kyle Pitts pretty high. Uh, fairly high, yeah. yeah and I would I imagine pay for that. I would imagine you had to draft Javante Williams pretty high. Very high. And I would imagine you drafted Trey Lance probably higher than you would have liked. Way higher than I would have wanted to, yeah. So, yeah. so you, those three really did me in out the gate. But yeah, like I said, everybody's young. So what... What? I mean, I hear that roster and obviously this, this story is injuries, but I also think like a, a few of your guys like... Like Najee Harris and Kyle Pitts, even though Pitts is hurt right now, they just didn't even come close to where you had to draft him. Right. Um, and I don't, I don't have concern for Kyle Pitts moving ahead. Um, I mean, his, his injuries seemed like until like yesterday, they were still kind of like, maybe he'll come back this year. So he's clearly going to be back to full strength next year. And who knows what the quarterback situation will be in Atlanta by next year. Um, so he'll be back solid for you. You got Pitts. I mean, when you went down that whole roster, the guy that I was like, uh, here's someone I can build around, and this is going to be painful for me to talk about because this is the guy I had to give up in my deal. Is uh, yeah. I think Chris Olave is a special, special NFL talent. I couldn't believe you dealt him. Well, I, I couldn't either. Um, you know, you saw that big package deal. It was hard for me to do. It really was. Um, yeah, I do love a hard big package. Oh, I know you do. Uh, I didn't have any Javante Williams in that deal to go down on me afterwards, but um, that to to me to me he's the quiet he's the quiet like um, rookie that I would want in a dynasty. He's just yeah, I've had a lot of offers for him. Yeah, because he's he's 
super consistent and his his floor is so steady at like six points, seven points. Yeah, he's producing now and and that 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 often I mean that whole team, there's nowhere to go but up, theoretically. Yeah, no. It's awful. So I think I think you're gonna building around Alave and Pitts. Um, I do believe. I believe you're not gonna get Javante Williams back to what he was until uh, mid season next year. I, he he feels like. So I, I'm in this similar situation. I'm gonna compare it. I know you won't love this, but I still believe in this player, and I think you could get him cheap in a dynasty right now. Um, J.K. Dobbins. Okay. Uh, I think they brought Dobbins back a little bit too soon. I don't know if you saw it today, but he just started practicing again. They they activated him off the IR list. Yeah, um, I knew that first thing was a rush job. It was. So I hope they don't do that to Williams, but I do think like you're going to end up with a guy who's like injured right now and then isn't doesn't come into the season at complete full strength back to health. And because people will be wanting him, you might be able to buy him kind of low. Um, I'm going to take it for what you will this is just my opinion i believe and i i moved this guy i had drafted him early but i believe trey lance might end up not being all that in a bag of chips well we've really seen nothing it's really you're buying it based on athletic ability and faith in that system Mm -hmm. you're like well he's super fast he's got a big arm Obviously, he'll be able to outperform what Garoppolo gives them. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course, and, and he he couldn't be okay. But uh, I, I mean, like if I look at that roster, it's a super young roster, and I don't. I think you've got either injuries or guys that could hit. I think probably, um, I think Najee Harris is going to end up probably screwing you at the end of the day. Long long run. That's just my opinion. He looked okay the last few weeks, but I just don't. I don't see him becoming a special talent. I thought he was going to be, but I think this year kind of showed that he Me too. doesn't have the ability to be this special talent. We thought, you know, so, some of those guys just transcend their line. Um, but then when I see a guy like Jalen Warren or even Benny Snell come in and just look very explosive compared to what Najee's got on the on the field, I, I, I get concerned. Um, again, I'm going to make the – you made the Trent Richardson comparison. Um, I'm going to make the Eddie Lacy comparison. Oh, don't you do it, boy. I know. I know. <clears throat> it's just uh, by taking on <clears throat> Najee. So, I mean, like, yeah. that. And then next year you're going to go in and you're going to have pick number one and pick number 11. So you can do some damage in the draft. I feel like we've given uh, our listeners just too much of our own stuff recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a little heavy. Yeah. So let, let's let's talk about the state of some of these teams running game. You up for that? Indeed. Do you need a Do you need a refresher of the beverage? Not a bad oh. idea. I, I'm gonna put another splash in the glass, and when I get back, I'm excited to hear about what you are currently drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. Hold on to your socks. <laughs> I I can't wait. It's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a dynasty road trip. <laughs> Ever, I just had a, a wonderful moment. I thought I f- had purchased something for myself, and then I was like, "Oh, I didn't. I just dreamt that." And then I, fr- 
and then I found it in an unexpected location in the refrigerator. I did. I brought myself a ginger beer. So I'm having what one would call a Kentucky mule. And ironically, I'm drinking Kentucky bourbon while having a Kentucky mule. So I'm having a little um, ginger beer with Buffalo Trace whiskey. Oh. I'm going to go visit the Buffalo Trace distillery next year. Nice. Yeah. I'm very excited. Quality distillery. Um, speaking of quality, what are you drinking? <laughs> well, you hear the vigorous rattle of the glass. You might, you might be able to tell from the sound. That's a plastic cup full of water. Water? Mm. Yeah. Haven't had that yet. <laughs> well, I was drinking a little bit of the Quality House with the last podcast. And, How much uh, Quality House do you have, sir? Uh, there's not much left. What do you switch to then? Um, I opened last night during a podcast... Uh, after some quality house, I opened the Jack Daniels uh, Winter Jack, the Tennessee cider. It's like wow. a, it's it's a holiday thing. It's an apple cider with the uh, whiskey flavor. It's a little bit weaker, thirty proof. Okay, okay. You know, over ice, nice cinnamon okay. uh, cinnamon apple cider winter beverage. Hmm. It's very seasonal of you. It is. You know it's, what? It sounds sounds delicious. Damn it, I'm gonna have some. Yeah, no, that's a good call. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I have a deep, I have a deep love for the running back position in in football in general. Um, I, I, I love a, a good quarterback and I love a good wide receiver, but dang, I just love a good running back. And uh, as time goes on, they are just harder and harder to find, aren't they? Yeah, it's not as with everything in the world these days. That job ain't the job it was 20 years ago. No, people don't uh, seem to hold it down very well. It's it's the, the, the it doesn't have the same work requirements. Um, yeah, it's it's two three man committees, specialized positional things, you know, like baseball with relievers in the 80s. You've got a catching running back, a guy just for third down. And mm-hmm. yeah, very rare is the back that's out there for all three. It's true. Well, tonight we're gonna we're gonna hop on the road in a little bit different way. Okay, um, kind of like if you will picture throwing just a dart at the wall. Um, I want you to give me a number, one through thirty-two. That's where we're gonna start. Seven. Seven. Old number seven. Wow. Jack well, Davis. that's that's interesting. That's very relevant. That you have landed in Las Vegas. So first of all, good job. Hot damn. Um the Raiders backfield is Brandon Jacobs. So my my son plays fantasy football and he's we are in a a league. He he's about in tune to it as any seventh grader would be. Um <laughs> But we we keep four guys, so it's the second year playing. And this year, he asked me, um, "Should I keep DeAndre Swift or Josh Jacobs?" Oh, that's a no-brainer. In August, that is Swift. Yes, all um, day long. 
my son has reminded me of that advice I gave him quite a bit the last few weeks. Um, That's fair. So, so Josh Jacobs has turned out to be the number two fantasy running back on the season and leads the NFL in rushing. And um, I, I just want to go back and remind ourselves, and I think we talked about this when we did a podcast. I'm sure we did. Very first preseason game of the year was the Raiders, and it was that Hall of Fame game, and Josh Jacobs played yeah. the whole first quarter. And there's all these stories and debates about, like, well, if they really wanted him to be the starter, like, he probably wouldn't be playing. Maybe they're having him out there to to shop him because there's yeah. words that Josh Jacobs something different. Or the other story was like, man, Josh Jacobs is going to be a must a must own guy this year because look at what he's doing in preseason. He's playing the whole first quarter. He must be important. Giving him everything, Jesus. Myself, probably you, probably most fantasy people like to be a little bit more pessimistic than optimistic with a player, and read it to the way that like they're probably shopping him. Um, I think Josh Jacobs was probably bought pretty low for where he ended up in most leagues. And um, like I said, I just ended up giving up two first round picks and a third round pick to acquire him straight up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, and I remember that dude was coming at everybody for two ones. And I was just like, no way, no way. But, He's never getting that. And I was like, fuck, he got that more. Well, I actually threw in a third round pick without even being asked. Yeah, just get it done. Yeah, I just just like, hey, I'm gonna throw this in if we can, if you'll just hit accept right now. Yeah, um, save me hours of my life. Well, and then I looked at you know, not to go too far, but taxi squad and like, it's I gotta really cut, limited. Yeah, You're I got to cut bad. four guys next year if I'm gonna draft four guys next year. So do I really want a third round pick? That no, I just it's like okay, just get That's rid why of it's it. like only first round picks are fucking worth anything. Mm-hmm. But some things on him, he's only 24 years old. And he's leading the league in rushing yards, and he's the number two fantasy running back. So, I mean, the Raiders right now, no competition, and he's also a free agent. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens with Josh Jacobs in the offseason. But he might be one of those rare running backs that gets paid. All right, well, since you threw, since you threw the dart, we'll just go down this division. Kansas City Chiefs, Pacheco, McKinnon. Did you, did you see what happened last week? I did. Yeah. Ronald Jones got in there. Almost picked him back up. Yeah. Um, so, by me saying Ronald Jones played, that kind of tells you that's kind of, that's kind of a mess. Um, yeah. From a fancy yeah. standpoint. Um, who do you think is their leading rusher on the season? McKinnon. McKinnon, as, as far as overall yardage or rushing yards? Rushing. It's Isaac Pacheco by a long shot. Really? He's got 455 yards. At Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is number two at 302, and Patrick Mahomes is number three at 274. Wow. Yeah, McKinnon has 149 on the year. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, roundabout way, stay away from that backfield. People, people are kind of like liking to go Pacheco. I, I'm, I'm also gonna what just. What about Melvin Gordon? Again, stay away from that backfield. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there's only, there's only one, there's only one satisfying <laughs> thing that's happened in the Denver Broncos this year, 
as a fan is that Melvin Gordon lost us like two games on fumbles and now he's going to the Chiefs and all Broncos fans can hope for is the Chiefs lose the playoffs when they hand Melvin Gordon the ball in a crucial situation. He'll get a ring. He'll fumble his way to a Super Bowl. Yes. Somehow. Yeah, he'll fumble it into the end zone and... and, well, he just fumbled his way out of Denver and into the roster. So it's he did. That's a he win, did. man. That's uh, that's a strategy that's hard to do. You know what? Maybe if I mess up enough, I can be on a Super Bowl team. Dream big, <laughs> dream big, Melvin Gordon. Dream big. Interesting strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out for him. Um. Well, let's let's go talk about the Broncos' backfield. How how far is this franchise just <clears throat> fell? I mean, I know Javante Williams is got hurt but 32 year old latavius murray is the centerpiece of our offense right now i mean i can't argue you talk that guy out of keeping him in your keeper league i know i really you're bad at this um i did but i don't know if you should bob Bob, don't keep latavius murray you said i did say that you did well he's still (laughs) shit (laughs) Like if if you're if you're at this point in the season you're, and you're like, <clears throat> I'm rolling with Latavius Murray. Like you're probably one of those. You're probably one of those like, you know, five and six where we would be right. We're in week no six and six teams maybe. That's like just trying to just trying to make it. And you're like, there's no one out there. I must start Latavius Murray. Uh, is that terrible. comes back to what you were saying about how screwy this fucking season is? Because right there are two examples of doing the complete right thing and having it be the exact wrong thing. Yeah, no, exactly. It's like, yeah. We'll go down to the Chargers. Um, You know, I've been really fascinated by what the Chargers backfield is doing. It doesn't make any sense to me um, when I watch a game. I don't know how closely you've watched any Chargers games. I have not. It usually goes a little bit like this, and, and I know they're. I know what they're trying to do is give Austin Eckler a little bit less reps, right? They're trying to keep him fresh. So he's at 550 rushing yards, and he gets a whole bunch of catches. He's at 497 receiving yards. So again, thousand yard season. Right. Austin Eckler, seven rushing touchdowns, five receiving touchdowns. And he's just a touchdown machine. Another, another rare one that does all the things. Right, right. But what's interesting is the Chargers will start a game, and I know this because I I have Eckler in the league, so I watch it uh, closely. He'll get like he'll be on on the field, and he'll get like a carry and a catch in the first drive. But he'll literally like be in for five plays, and then they will pull him, and he won't be on the field for like most of the opening drive. Um, and then he'll come in for a few plays and then they'll pull him. But Austin Eckler is always on the field in the last three minutes of a half. And he's always on the field in the fourth quarter of a game. Mm-hmm. So it's been really interesting to watch. I mean, like I, I, I want to give the chargers props for like, that's really I mean, sticking to a plan. Right. If you're going to manage his touches, you want him fresh in all of the spots that you just named. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So they yeah. like, it's clear. Like it's like, it's almost like a, like a bullpen sort of thing, right? It's like, all right, this guy's going to start, but then, you know, when we get when we need our reliever, he's coming in, and then we need a closer, he's coming in. Um, 
yeah, he's uh, interesting. But Eckler clearly back to own. I don't see anyone else really threatening him back there. All right. Um, give me another dart throw, but this time – oh, make this complicated. Give me a number 1 through 28. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. 21. Mm. <clears throat> 21. All right. Well, we're going to the uh, – you have picked – oh, now I got to – I did this to myself. Now I got to math. Yeah, I do have to math because yeah. – I make this complicated. Nope, nope. Here it is. It, you have landed on the Detroit Lions. <gasps> That's an interesting backfield, isn't it? Um, it is. What What is going on with DeAndre Swift? Is he healthy? Like, what's happening? I don't know. He's practicing like he's healthy. He, he's he been getting touchdowns, but no yardage. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but right now, like, he's like a rotational player. Like, uh, I think I think if you said Jamal Williams is a starting running back in Detroit and DeAndre Swift is like the, like, change of pace guy. That's kind of what it feels like has happened this year. Like he, yeah, like he's gone to a, like a third down roll. Yeah, and like um, a third down is short yardage. But I think Jamal Williams leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Mm. I think that's correct. He's playing a very uh, long. Oh my god! I have run into him a couple of times. He has he has done me dirty. Is it Londell White? What was that guy's name back in the day? Lindale? Lindale White. Oh yeah. No, but he's got way more yards than Lindale. He's got he's got thirteen rushing touchdowns and seven hundred and thirty four rushing yards. Damn. Oh. That that blew that blew Ted's mind. Fuck man, yeah. He couldn't even handle yeah. that. <laughs> I think he disputes your numbers. No, it's all good. Yeah, he's um, doing his own research. Yeah, no, it that is true. I know it might throw you off, but uh he has 10 more touchdowns and 500 more yards than DeAndre Swift on the year. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I still like well, – I don't know why, what's wrong with me, but I still like the Lions. They, they still have pieces. But I've always, I've always had a soft spot for the Lions. I've played a lot of Madden franchises over the years as the Lions. Oh, my go-to has actually become the Browns. Yeah. Yeah, I like to start with usually a depleted roster and build them up. I had an unhealthy hope and, and admiration and love for Joey Harrington. <laughs> I don't know why. I just thought Joey Harrington was going to be the guy. Um, Swell. Let's talk about the Packers run game. Um, <clears throat> wow. I mean, Aaron Jones looks – he's legit. Uh, I will say this week, A.J. Dillon finally had glimmers of being what we thought he would all season, but it's a little bit, like, too, too little too late for them. Um, uh, one more loss, and they're, like, out of it. So, like, I worry about I worry about from a fantasy standpoint. I worry about the Packers not really... Yeah, just shutting it down and putting love out there and... Well, yeah, and if you're going to put Love out there, then you should have him throw to guys like Watson and Romeo Dobbs, right? Right. Like, you, you, might as, you know what you have with with 
Jones and you know what you have with Dylan. And I do think, I do think the Packers defense morale wise is probably going to start to just not play very well. You know? Yeah. Uh, you, you see that from, from teams that have been good in the past when they're, they're just smart enough to know. Um, I, I ain't get, I ain't gonna hurt myself for this shit. They're, they're four and eight. I still have a chance, but I think if they go four and nine, uh, you're going to see just that team kind of start to not have any consistency of what they do. Um, the Vikings. How do you feel about Delvin, Delvin Cook? Um, I, I don't have any own share in him, so I'm not really sure how he's performing this year. Um, he is performing. I just know that he's moving up into the uh, wrong end of uh, the age scale. I'm going to put Delvin Cook in the like, Ezekiel Elliott category. Right. Where he's side like, of 25. Yeah, and he's he's a guy that's that's just good enough. You're going to have to start him every week because he's going to get a touchdown every other week and get at least 50, 60 yards every week. Mm-hmm. But he has not had that 33-point game that he used to get you. It's just only has 160 receiving yards on the year, which is surprising. Wow. Yeah, so I, I kind of am staying away from the. I'm actually I'm staying away from the Vikings run game myself. Of course, you have Delvin Cook. You got to start him. Is that a matter of splitting touches or a limited use of the run game or under production? That is, I would say, that is the Kevin O'Connell effect because the Vikings are t- seventh in passing and twenty sixth in rushing. Okay, so it's game plan. Yep, absolutely. And and that there was that concern with Delvin Cook with, when Kevin O'Connell came in. I mean, there's there's true concern that this is a pass first uh, head coach, and you know, Delvin Cook was playing for a defensive minded run first coach the the previous years, so. Um, that yeah. fear turned out to be correct. We've referenced it before with the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Some coaches just don't use them, like Miami. They're there for mm-hmm. blocking. That's it. They are. These tight ends are made for blocking. And that's just, just what they'll do. One day these tight ends are going to block all over you. Um, the Bears... I mean, with Khalil Herbert being on IR, Montgomery is a clear-cut um, number one running back, and the best running back on that field is uh, on that team is Justin Fields. <laughs> I mean, he does. He has Some kind of a Baltimore situation. It's kind of interesting the split. You've got Fields has 830 yards, Khalil Herbert has 640, and Montgomery has 580. Wow. Um, so it is a very evenly dispersed running game. Uh, so if you look at Cleo Herbert getting 643 rushing yards and you think he's hurt right now, um, you can see why I'm, I'm high on David Montgomery to finish out the year. Just, just, just a little, just a little nugget for you out there. If you make it to your championship game, uh, David Montgomery happens to be the, uh, play the Detroit lions in week 17. Not a bad person to have in your fantasy championship game playing the Lions. Uh, well, let's let's talk about the flip thing. Any guess on where the Bears rank passing wise? 
30. 32nd. Oh, well, that's close. Any idea where they rank rushing-wise? Uh, top five. First. No. Well, goddamn. That, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Worst. That is a hell of a disparity. <laughs> that is insane. That's insane. I don't know if I've ever seen a team that, that is that unbalanced. Give me a dart 1 through 24. Yeah, 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 three. All right. You've picked the New England Patriots. <gasps> and uh, some things never change. They, you just don't know which one of them to play and who's hurt and who's not. Yeah, I've been running um, with Stevenson. He's been reliable. He has, and it's been reliability on yards and catches, correct? Yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, he's got fifty catches on the year. Yeah, that's I didn't I didn't know that was part of his repertoire. Yeah, you got Damian Harris who's only got three hundred and eighty rushing yards on the season and uh only only thirteen catches. So Stevenson is doing it uh with his with the catches. Um I don't think you can start Damian Harris. Not anymore, no. No. And Ramondre is just gonna be your I feel like he's like a what six point seven point floor guy. Like yeah, you're, he's you're got not, a good solid yeah. floor. Yeah, he does have a good solid floor. Do so you think it's like a oak? Yeah. Yeah, I'll give him like an oak floor. Oh, that's that's something we should start talking about. We should <clears throat> talk about wood quality in relevance to their floor. Yeah, yeah, because I don't want like a pine floor or a plywood floor. Oh, fuck out of here. I want a hardwood guy. Well, that that didn't go as well as I thought it would when I thought about it in my head. I don't need a hardwood guy. Um, um, the Bills. Good lord. You, you Singletary. Talk, I Singletary's still leading that. He is. Um, I thought. I will tell you. Um, previous to the Lions Thanksgiving. Uh, Bills Lions game. I picked up James Cook in as many leagues as I could in some of my redraft leagues, yeah, and I thought, like yeah, I thought he was trending to be the guy. I really thought on Thanksgiving was going to be the James Cook breakout game. I really did, um, and it wasn't. It was just Singletary again. So, um, yeah, fantasy wise, Singletary. But I will say, James Cook has started to show some flashes, but. I don't think the Bills are in a spot this year that they're going to put put their season in a rookie's hands. Right. The Dolphins, we touched on this last week, um, so I'm not going to go too far into them, but we, we both really focused in that Jeff Wilson was a great guy to own for the stretch. Um, Raheem Mostert's getting older, and Jeff Wilson certainly got a lot of work when he came in there. Uh, we've also touched base a little bit on these New York Jets. Michael Carter is the guy, but just for the rest of the year because Brees Hall takes it all over next year. But, I mean, if you can get Zonovan Knight on your team, you should do that just so you can say, I've got Zonovan Knight on my team. Yeah, if you can get anybody named Zonovan, I suggest mm-hmm. you do it. What was the dude that um, – you're so much better at names than me, but I it was the the – the white running back from the Lions that you were big in oh, on. Zach Zenner? Zach Zenner. I would love to just hang 
I would love to be in a hot tub with Zonovan Knight and Zach Zenner. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that'd be a fun night. Give me a give me a one through twenty dart throw. Eighteen. Eighteen. That's taking us to the uh, Carolina Panthers. <gasps> Dante Foreman really has cemented himself as the guy there. Uh, rest of season. Yeah, for sure. Um, like him, and, and we've talked about it. possibly uh, he's done enough that possibly next year they they need a lot of pieces. They might just be like, we'll roll it down to Foreman and spend our picks on other spots. Right. So, uh, yeah, uh, I like him. I like him a lot. Um, the Saints is is Kamara peaked? Yes. Right. Like like is it Kamara or is it the team? I don't expect much out of the team, I guess. I don't either, but then Chris Olave somehow does something with that pile. You know what I mean? Right, which is why he earns so much attention. They're like, man, he's doing it there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um, they just aren't scoring points. In fact, i got to look up Kamar because I think I'm probably going to be surprised. He's probably better than what I think, but um, one one rushing touchdown on the year. And two passing. <laughs> but, I mean, but they, they're just not scoring. They're tw- they only score 20 points a game. Yeah, so, even Olave's doing that with yardage and reception. Yeah, Olave's got 822 receiving yards on the air. Um, and three touchdowns. So, I mean, yeah. the number... The, mo- the guy on that team with the most touchdowns is Jawan Johnson, tight end, with five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just not a team that's producing points. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't see that changing overnight. Let's go to Atlanta. I don't feel like we've talked because uh, we talked to Caleb Huntley a bit. I don't feel like any of the three running backs are, that are in Atlanta right now will be um, starting running backs for Atlanta next year. No, Algier um, didn't do enough with his touches. Um, I don't. I I felt good owning Algier early in the year, and I don't know. Maybe I've said this on here, but one one lesson I've learned in the last two years of fantasy football is draft capital of running backs, and um, Algier just doesn't have the draft capital to be the guy. And I use James Robinson as a great example. Um, I use Elijah Mitchell now with the McCaffrey trade as an example. Like, even if they perform well, the guys who become the workhorses really are guys drafted or high in drafts. Uh, even if that's fair or not, for some reason, that's how it goes. Yeah, um, they're on the books for a certain amount. You don't yeah. resign them for much more than that if you do. Otherwise, it's well, an expendable position. They're not using a lot of resources on it, regardless. Yeah. Right. Well, and here, the next team's no better example than that. Uh, Tampa Bay, <laughs> Leonard Fournette being re- replaced by Rashad White. They spent pretty high draft pick capital for Rashad White for running back. He's taking over. Um, uh, I mean, in, in a dynasty, uh, I would I would love to get my hands on Rashad White. I've, I actually tried in a few dynasties and was pretty quickly shot down. You think he can hold the starting job? Yeah, ne- yeah, like he's, next year. Uh, yeah, he will. Um, 
He, he's looked good. He's looked good in his two starts, and I think that's one of those things. What? Where did they draft him? Um, he was a third round pick. So, uh, I, 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 I don't see Tampa Bay going for a, a first or second round running back next year, and I don't see them. I, I, I feel like I feel like Brady's done. So that's the assumption. Right. And and that to me means like they're gonna they're gonna have to spend some draft capital obviously on a quarterback, probably some other pieces. They're gonna start to lose players left and right. You're not gonna spend one of your top picks on a running back when you got a guy that you will try out. So I think Rashad White is due a good two or three year run as a starting running back there. You've got a uh a one through 16 dart throw. Ooh. Uh, 13. Oh, that one that one made me do more math than I was planning on. Uh, you have landed on the on the Arizona Cardinals. Um, interesting one. James Conner does look good when he's in and healthy, doesn't he? Yeah, he's been productive. Uh, he's he's surprisingly he's surprisingly hands down the best running back that the Cardinals have. The problem is it seems to be only lasting about two-week chunks. Yes. Um, so I, I I like him, but, man, I don't feel – I don't feel good about him just, just because I, I feel like he would be one of those guys that in week 15 in a playoff game, James Conner gets you 24 yards and gets hurt and loses it for you. Like he's just he seems very fragile. So I I love him. You gotta play him, but I feel like he could really hurt you in a game. Um, and I don't I don't think behind him is a guy that that excites me. Who is behind him now? Is it Kenyon Ken Kenyante Ingram? Is that his backup now? I, I believe so. Yeah, because they cut because they got rid of Eno. Yep. Yes, Keontae. Remember that, remember that four days he was the hot guy to own. Oh, oh man. good times. I started him that his one good week. Man, that Did was you? beautiful. Yeah, out of desperation, got me like twenty four points. There is some pride in that. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, it was <clears throat> desperate, desperate times for me. Always is. Let's let's talk about the Rams. I feel like that is the worst backfield in the NFL. I feel like there's not a single guy that you can start. Their starting running backs get like 37 yards rushing. And their season is is over. That whole thing up. Yep. That that team is toast. Like and oh my be god. Bad for a long time. That team is toasted. I mean, they have yeah. lost Cup, probably Stafford, Allen Robinson. They cut Daryl Henderson. Like the best the best offensive piece on that field right now is Tyler Higby. <laughs> that's gross that's gross I, i'm done talking about the rams that's yeah I, I, this is this is what happens when you buy a super bowl i mean congratulations i hope yeah, nothing against them picks you. huh but holy cow you're you're in some trouble here the 49ers McCaffrey. Uh, I, I think the elijah i can't this is one of those guys i cannot say elijah mitchell Ooh. Yeah. Well yeah. done. Thank you. He uh he was b- out for 6 to 8 weeks, played a game and a half, two and a half games and now he's out for 6 to 8 weeks. So, 
McCaffrey's there, and then it'll just be a rotation of different running backs behind him. Um, it'll be interesting to see what San Francisco does going into next year, if they feel like they need to draft a guy to be by McCaffrey, or if they'll just keep on doing what they've done and just rotate him out. Yeah. Rotate him out and bring in lower level draft picks. Yeah, there's value there. Yeah. Um, the Seahawks, it's <gasps> Kenneth Walker and no one else. Um, I, I really, I really had high hopes this season that Rashad Penny would be surprise everyone and do well, and and he was off to that pace. But, um, I, I Rashad's career is probably done. I mean, like he'll he'll bounce around, but he won't be a starter anywhere else again, will he? I don't know. How long did they have him sign for? Just they brought him back on a one year. Was deal. a one year? Yeah, he's it's going to be a. It's going to be a prove it deal in a battle somewhere. Yeah, like yeah. Tampa Bay. You know, Tampa. Yeah, I mean, the Rams. You know, need a cheap back. So, in Seattle, it's Kenneth Walker and no one else. Did I do this right? Yeah, I, you got a you got a one through twelve dart throw. Nine. Dallas Cowboys. <gasps> uh, interesting backfield. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is just the steady Eddie, probably going to get you a touchdown, probably going to get you 60 yards. And Tony Pollard is a 30 points to six point sort of guy. Mm-hmm. What do you prefer in a dynasty? What do you prefer in any football lineup? Do you prefer to go into the week with Ezekiel Elliott or Tony Pollard on your roster? Pollard. Yeah, I think I, I think I do too. I think I like the gamble. I think I like the, if I hit, I can win you your league because I I just got Ezekiel Elliott in a throw-in on the deal that I did, and he's like a floor of ten and a ceiling of eighteen. It's like it's 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 uncanny um, what Ezekiel Elliott looks like on a weekly basis. So Tony Pollard <laughs> is is I think the ninth or tenth best running back to own this season. Hmm. And uh, Ezekiel Elliott is like probably like the twenty fifth or something. Yeah, he's he's like the twenty sixth guy. Hmm. Um, yeah, surprisingly, I, I'll tell you, Elliott's lowest performance of the year is is six points, and his highest is eighteen. Hmm. Uh, he's definitely floor guy. Uh, the Giants, Barkley. Um, can't really own anyone else but Barkley. No. I wonder. I wonder if he's. I, I, I want to see what Barkley does in that system next year. I, I really do. I, I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's got his best like two years ahead of him still. Uh, really young offensive line. Uh, the Eagles. Miles Sanders is killing it this year. Yeah. I think he's. I want to say Miles Sanders is like. Fourth in overall rushing this year. The top five, yeah. I think he's got like 900 rushing yards on the season. I think he's going to break a thousand here pretty soon. Um, and then I kind of thought when the season started, maybe Boston Scott or Gainwell would be a problem, but it's clearly Miles Sanders is the guy. Uh, the Commanders, Brian <gasps> Robinson, Antonio Gibson—they're just kind of cannibalizing each other right now, and I don't think either of them are so great that you're going to say, well, this one's clearly the starter next year. 
I think they're going to continue to hurt each other's value. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe take a shot. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind having Robinson on my roster. I prefer him over Gibson in a dynasty. All right, uh, give me a, a one or a two. A two. All right, we are going to the Texans. <gasps> Damian Pierce has me really nervous. Um, he started out hot as a rookie. And now teams are like, all they're going to try to do is run Damian Pierce, and they can't pass. Uh, and it's working. <laughs> he has been not good the last, like, three games. Yeah. Um, because the defense is like, we're just going to put eight men in the box. And the offense is like, oh, they they know our secret. <laughs> So I really like Damian Pierce as a player. I'm very concerned about him. I I am in a uh, mega bowl league right now that you were also in. Um, I've been fortunate enough to have a bye the last this weekend, uh, last weekend this week coming up here. But uh, Damian Pierce is one of my starting running backs, and I'm quite nervous about starting him because he's just he's gone cold, and you wonder you, you don't know if it's because defense has figured him out. Or is it that rookie thing where you just don't have the stamina to play 17 games in the NFL as a rookie running back? Like you said, with no passing game, though. I, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that's hard to overcome. Yeah, it's probably both. The Colts, Jonathan Taylor looks like he's slowly coming back to life. Well, Mike Still Sunday don't know. On that game oh, plan. Mike Sunday's game plan. I, But I don't – I still am – I still just can't really figure out what happened to Jonathan Taylor this year. Like, underused? Poorly used? Poorly used? Like, game plan wrong? I just... I don't get it. It's still a mystery to me. Um, But there's no one else you want there. Uh, Jacksonville, ETN. Clearly, with Robinson going away, it's the ETN show. Uh, And then in Tennessee, it's... King Henry and no one else. All right, last division, Baltimore Ravens. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, um, is it Gus Edwards? Is it Kenyon Drake? Is it going to be J.K. Dobbins? Good lord. I, uh, I, I'm curious to say, like in week 15, week 16, could you be? Could you be uh, someone who sat on J.K. Dobbins all season or has been an IR, and all of a sudden you've got a guy who's a a 100-yard rusher to end the season? I do. I have done just that in a redraft league. Yeah. So if he does come back, there is a possibility where I could be thin enough that I might have to start him upon return. I mean, you know how injuries have been this year. I know. I know. I'm I'm really wondering, like – you know, Gus Edwards could easily be in and out again, and Dobbins could be in there. So, yeah, I, I like a Dobbins stash for sure. Um, the Bengals, it's going to be Joe Mixon. I don't think P. Ryan, I think as soon as Mixon's back, P. Ryan goes right back to his role. I don't think P. Ryan's earned a cut into Mixon's time at all. Browns, you got to go Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt is a, just non existent in fantasy football anymore. That happened real quickly. It did. He was productive yeah. the first four or five weeks. Yeah, just all of a sudden it's gone. And then uh, we'll end with the Steelers, and we've kind of covered them. Um, yeah. Najee's in, he's getting the touches, but I'm kind of nervous about his performance. 
I honestly wonder if they don't just shut him down down the stretch. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's see what we got with McFarland. He's barely seen the field. Snell has seen some touches, finally productive. You know, what the hell? Roll with these yeah. guys. Yeah. Uh, we're going into week 13. Is that correct? That sounds correct. Yes. Right. So for most, should be almost every team, we've got two weeks left. Okay. So give me your top, your your perfect roster to go into the fantasy playoffs. Mm. Uh, we're going to, we're going to keep it small. We're going to go one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers and a tight end. Give, give me your dream team for the stretch here. Okay. If I'm going down the stretch this season, um, I'm going to start with the no brainer with Kelsey. Yep. I would agree. That's, um, so let's just get that out of the way. Yep. I agree. No-brainer, yep. Um, Quarterback, in that same vein, I think, to pair with Kelsey, I'm probably going Mahomes down the stretch. Okay. I'm going Jalen Hurts. Okay. But I can definitely – I have no problem with Mahomes. I'm going Hurts just because of his – he has such a high floor for running. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, Mahomes is a great pick. And uh, what's – Neither has picked Josh Allen, which is also kind of interesting. Um, yeah, well, you know, they've they've have not been hot lately. Right, I agree. I agree. I mean, I own Josh Allen in a few leagues, and I'm I would rather have Hertz or Mahomes over him for the stretch run. So, true. Uh, give me your first your RB one. Um, I feel really good about Walker. Walker, okay. Yeah. I feel like they're going to use him well down the stretch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just stick with. I mean, it's, it's maybe a little bit too easy, but I'm gonna stick with Eckler. Okay. Just be, just because the, um, the Chargers are one of those teams that are like right on the cusp of making it or not, and so I really do like. Um, Owning a guy that gets all of the running back catches and all and all of the touchdowns from that position. Yeah, and I'm gonna agree with that and use that as my tune. Okay, sweet. I think I'm gonna have to go Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, kind of forgot about him. Just because I do know that Derrick Henry has what you'd call a luscious schedule for a playoff run here. Um, he has Jacksonville, the Chargers, and Houston in a row coming up. Um, that's that's pretty tasty. So I'll go I'll go Eckler Henry. So I'm going Hertz Eckler Henry and uh, Kels, and you are going Mahomes Eckler Walker and Kels. Okay, so yeah. give me give me your uh, give me your wide receivers. So used to my own guys, I never actually think about who I would take. If I had the yeah. option. I know. It's crazy. Uh, I think it's got to still... Jefferson's going to get touchdowns eventually. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's going to yeah. happen. Well, he's... On that. He's, like, virtually already... He's, like, pretty much tied for the number one wide receiver without touchdowns. So Exactly. And statistically, yeah. a few of them are going to show up. Yeah. I, I can't argue with that. I'm gonna. I have to pick Jefferson as well. 
number two wide receiver then? I guess it'd be Tyreek. You're going Tyreek. Okay. I think I am. I'm going um I'm going Devonta Adams. Okay. Um just just because he's just he gets so many freaking targets. And I did think about Tyreek, and I don't disagree with it. It's just I, f- I feel like there's going to be possibly two, like, waddle games coming up. Um, and in, in, in yeah. L.A. or in Las Vegas, there's, there's, no, there's not going to be any Hunter Renfro or Mac, <laughs> or Mac Holland games coming yeah, up. Yeah, waiting on the Mac Holland game? Oh, come on now. That sounds like a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> The Mac Hollins game. His government disavowed him. <laughs> but Mac Hollins is fighting back <laughs> in theaters this summer. 